Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. And now it's time for the Bank of America Chicago Marathon preview special on 670 The Score with your hosts, Josh Liss, race director, Kerry Pinkowski, and U.S. Marathon Olympian, Jenny Spangler. Presented by Bank of America and brought to you in part by Nike, Abbott, Tata Consultancy Services, Advocate Healthcare, Gatorade Endurance, BioFreeze, American Airlines, Wanda Sports, Chicago Tribune, and the Chicago Park District. Here's Josh we are back on the third and final preview special. Be with us tomorrow morning at this time for our start-to-finish coverage of the Bank of America Chicago Marathon, 7 a.m. to 11 a.m. right here on The Score. For the next hour on today's show, Jenny Spangler, Carrie Pinkowski, and I will speak with a number of interesting guests, including American star runner Shalane Flanagan, who's on a course to run all six Abbott World Marathon majors in the span of just a few weeks. A couple of Chicago-area natives are among the elite runners. We'll talk to them coming up soon. The president and CEO of Ronald McDonald House Charity, is taking time to speak with us. Two elite wheelchair racers who will compete in Chicago and then just a day later in Boston will be on the show and we'll cap the program with a beer. The brewer of this year's official finish line, Suds. Great guests on the show today. Jenny Spangler, you're my co-host along with Greg Meyer on race day tomorrow. We're very excited. Here we are 24 hours away from the return of the Chicago Marathon after a year off. What's got you most interested? Looking forward to tomorrow's race. Josh, I think I'm most excited about seeing thousands and thousands of feet cruising through the streets of Chicago tomorrow morning. It's been a couple years, and I just can't wait to see everybody back out there. It'll be great to have with, have you on our commentary of the race, start to finish 7 to 11 a.m. Sunday morning on the score. Kerry Pinkowski, longtime race director. We're just about here. What does the elite field look like? Who are some runners you expect to show well tomorrow? Well, we're, we're going to be talking to Chris Derrick in just a minute and, and Lindsey Flanagan, who uh, are Chicagoans, and uh, excited to have them back for this 43rd running. But good field. Weather look like looks looks like it's going to cooperate as as uh, as we as we look to tomorrow. But all of the pieces that come into this, Josh, we've talked earlier about the ecosystem, uh, working with the city, just to bring a live event back like this. Uh, just uh, it's going to be an emotional emotional day for everybody. Uh, exciting day. We're going to have some great racing up front as we as we move forward. I mean, obviously from day one we we realized this was a special edition and a, and a transition year, but uh, uh, it's time to go. We're within uh, the clock is ticking down. We just we get some very great great athletes up front, so it's it's going to be a, a lot of fun. 
Now we can feel your excitement, and it's a good time to roll in our first guests. Roselle native Lindsay Flanagan, Lake Park High School grad, and Naperville native Chris Derrick, a Nequa Valley High School grad, and they're among the elite competitors, longtime friends of the Bank of America Chicago Marathon. We appreciate you both being with us. Welcome home. Lindsay, uh, starting with you, and then Chris, how, how nice is it to be back, and what's life like for you uh, around the Chicago Marathon that's unlike other marathons you compete in? Yes, thanks for having me, and, and I'm so excited to to come back. You know, I grew up going down to watch the marathon and cheer on friends, so the fact that I get to be there now and I'm going to have so much support on the course, is it's so special, and, you know, it's something that I, I don't get when I go to other races, and it's so unique to Chicago that I know when I, you know, I step out there and I'm going to have just so many people scream my name and, and know who I am out there, it's it's going to be a lot of fun. Lindsay, well, welcome back to Chicago. You've had an extremely solid year of racing, a few 110 half marathons. Most recently, you were fourth at the USA 20K Championships. Can you tell us how your Chicago Marathon buildup has been going, and what are your goals for race day? What are you hoping to accomplish tomorrow? Yeah, um, you know, the buildup has been great. Um, You know, got in a lot of great workouts, a lot of, you know, high mileage weeks, and um, I'm super excited to get back. You know, I was seventh in 2019, and I'd love to improve upon that and, and really just looking to get out there, compete, and, and hopefully uh, set a new PR. And Chris, um, your PR is in Chicago, your fastest time. How is, how is your preparation, and has this got a special, a special, any special uh, feeling being, uh, being a Chicago and coming home? I mean, obviously, Naperville uh, native uh, returning to Chicago. Yeah, no, it's been a really um, fun time this past week. I actually came in early. Um, uh, my my fiance's cousin was getting married last week, so we we came in for a wedding. We've just been staying with my parents ever since. Um, so that's it's been really nice, really special to come home. Um, you know, my preparation's been all right. I've had some some trouble with with some injuries the, the past couple of years, and um, you know, part of the attraction of coming back to Chicago for me, and you know, especially getting to spend this time with my parents, is kind of. Uh, you know, rediscovering a little bit of the uh, the mojo and the the love for the sport I had when when I started in it here in Naperville. Um, you know, longer longer ago than I would care to admit, but um, you know, it's been great to go to some of those places that I first ran and first kind of fell in love with the sport and um, yeah, just kind of get, get that feeling back and get excited to to race in front of friends and family again. And, and Chris, Chris you, Derrick you... and Lindsey Flanagan with us, uh, ready to run in the Chicago Marathon tomorrow. And Chris, you've changed things up a bit with your where you're living and where you're training. Obviously, in Colorado, have you have is that building your confidence? Is that something that you're you're looking to to uh, show us on uh, tomorrow? Yeah, yeah. My um my uh, fiance uh, got a great job in Colorado, so we moved out there from Portland, and um, it's been an awesome place to train. Actually, I've been seeing Lindsay a lot out on the trails, and so um, yeah, it's been it's been really fun. I've really been enjoying it, and. Um, just kind of trying to reconnect with with a little more uh, a little more fun in the sport. Chris, I know um, we've mentioned how you've had some major setbacks in your career. You had an ankle fracture uh, during 2019 that forced you to miss the Chicago Marathon in 2019 trials in Atlanta in 2020. A lot of us are interested. How do you pick yourself up from these setbacks and stay motivated, especially during you know 20. 2021, 2020, uh, when you were set back and we had the pandemic? Yeah, it's, uh, uh, I mean, I can't tell you I have all the answers, um, but I, I do, you know, one thing I just, I think about and um, I just kind of try to think about what Coach Vanderstein had, 
Negro Valley High School would always always emphasize to me about just, you know, you have to love the process of, of training and, and trying to get better. And it can be demoralizing if you have some setbacks and you, you know, you at, at this age, I wanted to run this or I wanted to have made this Olympic team or whatever um, and to realize that you didn't do that. But, um, you know, I try to just step back and not think about the results quite so much and just think about really trying to enjoy um, and love and dig into the process of training every day and, and trying to get better. And um, I find that that kind of helps ground me and, and, and keep me going and, and still continue to get joy out of the sport, even when I'm not exactly getting the results that I might want. Chris Derrick and Lindsey Flanagan coming back home. They've got the home field advantage here on the streets of Chicago, the Bank of America uh, Chicago Marathon Preview Special. On the air now on the score, and tomorrow morning, live coverage 7 to 11 with Jenny Spangler and Greg Meyer. Uh, Lindsey, you're, you're hearing Chris uh, try to tap into what his love of the sport, and I don't know if he's talking about re-motivating. Re- he's tapping into the love of the sport. Are you feeling what he's getting at? And uh, uh, How are you staying dialed into what's motivating you and staying focused on, on being able to race your race? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I feel like there's so much excitement, you know, around a marathon, you can just get wrapped up in, you know, listening to what other people are doing and their plans. But I think, you know, we've each been so dialed into our own plans and, you know, really dialed into, you know, our training. So I think, you know, kind of what Chris said, just like trusting your training and just enjoying the process and knowing that like when you step on the line, you're ready to just give a hundred percent, no matter what, you know, you're going to enjoy this experience and you're going to learn from it. So I'm just kind of thinking about that. And, and I just know that, uh, you know, I'm just so grateful to be back out there after, you know, the pandemic and a year away. So I, I think it's going to be a, a really exciting day tomorrow. Lindsay, I'm going to put you on the spot for a minute. Can you give us an example of a workout that you've done recently that gives you confidence when you're on that starting line and know that you're going to hit that goal? Yes, I um, I recently did a, a 15 mile tempo up here at altitude and was able to hit you know the pace I hope to run tomorrow up here uh, without you know converting pace or anything. So that gave me a ton of confidence. You know, got in all my fluids during that, and I'm feeling I'm feeling ready to go. And Chris, I mean, I'm not going to put you on the spot, but your fitness level, your back. I mean, and I'll I'll, I'll talk to I'll throw this out to both of you. Uh, I, what I'm seeing from our our general participants, the clubs, the training groups, there's just a real emotional uh, um, awareness of of coming back. We it has been 728 days between um, the last two ba- Bank of America Chicago marathons. Do you guys feel that a little bit? I mean, this is a first major in North America that's returning. Is there is there a little added uh, enthusiasm or emotion around that? Yeah, absolutely. I think, um, you know, one of the great things about coming to these big road races is feeding off the the energy of, you know, the, the mass start and not the thousands and thousands of people who are who are participating and have their own, you know, dreams and goals. So I think it's, it's really awesome. You know, we've, we've been able to have some races, some sort of elite races during the pandemic, but they've been pretty, you know, cloistered off and small. And so it's been great. It's great to just come back in and, you know, feel the energy of, of the city and, and of all those thousands and thousands of people who um, will be participating uh, tomorrow. Well, I, well, we're looking forward to tracking both of you, Chris and Lindsay. Uh, a lot of average, most of the runners out there are going to be just average runners, maybe folks for the first time uh, trying to wind their way through the streets of Chicago. With all your experience running the Chicago Marathon, you may you may have a little bit, bit more elbow room than the average runner out there on the course. Uh, but what tips and sort of advice would you pass on to the average runner uh, lining up tomorrow to get through this race? Yeah, I, I think I would say, you know, just focus on one mile at a time and, and don't think too far, 
down the road into the race. I think if you just focus on the mile you're in, you know, you can get so much more joy and momentum doing that than thinking about what you're going to feel like, you know, at, at mile 20. And I think that if people just kind of draw in energy from the crowd and just enjoy the experience, they're going to have a really exciting race. Well, guys, you know, Lindsay, Chris, I've had a chance, I mentioned earlier, to go out and talk to some of the groups, the training groups, and they say, who's coming? And I'll say, Chris Derrick, they'll say, Nequa Valley High School. And I'll say, Lindsey Flanagan, they'll say, Lake Park High School. So people still remember you from earlier in your careers. And it's just great that uh, that you've decided to join us for the for the return of this great event. And uh, I just want to thank you for your uh, your support. And um, hopefully everybody, everybody uh, you get in a group, get in a groove, and, and we see some great results from you. Always excited to be back, Kerry. Thanks for having us. Yes, thank you. All right, good luck on race day to both of you. Roselle native Lindsay Flanagan and Naperville native Chris Derrick, the hometown runners. And more after a short water break, we're going to rehydrate on the Bank of America Chicago Marathon preview special with Carrie and Jenny. I'm Josh on Sports Radio 670, The Score. Living in Chicago teaches you how to keep going, to take life's headwinds head on. And while our grit and determination don't come easy, we simply don't know any other way. On October 10th, we'll share that resilient spirit with the world as we proudly welcome the Bank of America Chicago Marathon back to our city. Together, let's celebrate the power to keep moving forward. What would you like the power to do? Learn more at bankofamerica.com slash Chicago Marathon. Copyright 2021 Bank of America Corporation. Take part in the Bank of America Chicago Marathon Weekend by running the Abbott Chicago 5K on Saturday, October 9th. This scenic five-kilometer run through downtown Chicago is the perfect way for marathoners, fans of the sport, and friends and family to celebrate all that can be achieved with good health. Runners will receive a unique bib number and finisher medal. Sign up today at Chicago5K.com. That's Chicago5K.com. For runners at the Bank of America Chicago Marathon, the real race begins when everything tells you to stop. That's why Gatorade Endurance Formula will be waiting for you along the course on race day. Scientifically formulated for the hydration and energy needs of endurance athletes, Gatorade Endurance Formula packs nearly two times the sodium and three times the potassium of traditional Gatorade with no artificial flavors and a light taste to help you go farther. Available at Dick's Sporting Goods or go to GatoradeEndurance.com for more locations. Marathons come with aches and pains, and that's where BioFreeze can help. Whether it's sore muscles and joints, sprains or strains, BioFreeze applies easily and cools the pain to get back to your best. BioFreeze is fast-acting and provides powerful pain relief. Pick up BioFreeze at a store near you today so that you can train with what's on course. BioFreeze. Cool the pain. Use as directed. Now, back to the Bank of America Chicago Marathon Preview Special, presented by Bank of America and brought to you in part by Nike, Abbott, Tata Consultancy Services, Advocate Healthcare, Gatorade Endurance, BioFreeze, American Airlines, Wanda Sports, Chicago Tribune, and the Chicago Park District. Here's Josh Liss, Carrie Pankowski, and Jenny Spangler on Sports Radio 670 The Score. 
You're a day away from reaching your goal from making the starting line of the 43rd running of the Bank of America Chicago Marathon. Your training's ready to pay off. All those miles should make a difference. Race Day co-host Olympian Jenny Spangler on the preview special with me now remind us how, how many training miles uh, most runners might go through in the months leading up to the marathon. It, it's, it's a v- massive volume of miles necessary to build up to this distance, isn't it, Jen? Oh, absolutely, Josh. It takes weeks and months of training, lots of support out there, lots of pounding the pavement with 20-mile runs, 18-mile runs. Yes, it's um, a lot of work, and I always say that Marathon Day is everybody's dessert. They put in their time eating their vegetables and fruit, and now it's time to go out there and just enjoy the experience. Yeah, enjoy it tomorrow if you're running or supporting runners. The blue line's painted straight along the exact 26.2-mile route of tomorrow's Bank of America Chicago Marathon. Executive Race Director Kerry Pinkowski here on the preview special. How many McDonald's are we going to run past? Huh? Great place for a post-race a celebration. Question. That is a very <laughs> yeah. good question. I, I know that. I think there's nine or nine or eight or nine that we go, that we go by. So great place to grab a cup a of dozen, coffee so on I the way over, to, over. The, uh, to the start. Yes. I might have gone over. I might want a frozen treat uh, maybe on the broadcast tomorrow. Well, we know millions of dollars have been raised for charity through the Chicago Marathon. Fundraising is at the heart of this and other large races. Uh, let's bring in a friend of the race, president and CEO of the one and only Ronald McDonald House Charities. It's Kelly Dolan. It's an honor to have you on our show. Uh, Kelly, how do you usually describe what RMHC uh, is able to accomplish and, and its relationship with the Chicago Marathon? Oh, my goodness. So first of all, thank you so much for including us. And um, what we describe about the Chicago Marathon and what we call Team RMHC is that it has become a real bedrock of our culture. Uh, it has brought through the years, you know, thousands of people together um, that are marathoners, but also supporters of our programs and the cause. And uh, it's something that we look forward to every year. And we are all fired up for uh, Sunday. We're just very excited about it. Well, Kelly, we have uh, had an an amazing, uh, the marathon has an amazing relationship with RMHC and the relationship has, has, uh, has grown over the years. How, how, you know, all of us uh, have gone through this, this past uh, 720 days, which I can't believe I I keep, I keep uh, uh, talking about it since the last live event. Um, How important is this as we return to racing to, to really, uh, uh, raise funds, identify, raise the, the awareness of the great work that RMHC does? It's tremendously important. I think everybody uh, so much misses that um, personal connection and that, that spirit that really comes together. When you bring uh, this year, we have over 500 runners um, that are going to be coming together with Team RMHC. Um, and collectively, they've raised $740,000 for the charity, and I say 740000 and counting, because uh, as you know, uh, fundraising continues uh, through this weekend and beyond. So it is, it is a time of celebration. Um, it is also a time of, again, raising awareness about the charity and the work that we do and our mission um, to make sure that we find uh, programs that support children and improve the health and well-being of not only children but their families um so it is a it is a great coming together of not only incredible athletes but people who really care about their community kelly outside of being a charity runner what would be the best way um someone like myself or somebody listening right now that could support the rmhc families sure um so a lot of people know us from our ronald mcdonald houses 
Um, we have those um, and our other two programs, uh, core programs in 62 countries uh, and regions all over the world. Um, here in the United States, we are in every single state. So if listeners go to rmhc.org, uh, they can look. They can, we have a, a finder on there. You can put in where your location is, and we can match you with a chapter. Um, and we have folks that can volunteer at one of our houses. They can volunteer at one of our in-hospital family rooms. Um, and we also have our mobile units, the Ronald McDonald Caremobile programs, um, which provide everything from dental care uh, to immunizations um, all over the world. So um, we like to think our website's a great resource. It's also, I have to say, an opportunity to, to make a donation to us. But very importantly, it's a great tool uh, to connect people who want to serve um, to a location that's closest to them. And Kelly, I, I've, I've had the opportunity to volunteer at some of the houses and uh, uh, Ronald McDonald House, and um, I, it, it's, it's was really uh, amazing to see some of the parents or family members when mm-hmm. they come back from the hospital, and there's this like oasis where mm-hmm. they can relax. I mean, it, it is an amazing experience, and you can just see that the, they they truly appreciate the work that 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 your team does and the McDonald's and RMHC. The charities, it's uh, it's it's amazing when I and I to be uh, afforded the opportunity to see firsthand how the great work that's done. In addition to supporting other charities across the country, it, it's it's a it's a wonderful partnership. And uh, as we step back into the into the live races uh, and and mm-hmm. uh, as we move move forward, looking forward for many years in the in the partnership and the relationship. Well, thanks so much for all of your continued support and for your um, you know individual work um, as a volunteer. We. Uh, we depend on literally hundreds of thousands of volunteers um, in our programs around the world. Um, but I will note, you know, you said the family's coming back and they, they feel an oasis. That is exactly the feeling that we want to provide for them. They are going through arguably uh, the most stressful times in their lives with a seriously ill or injured child. And we want to make sure that they have a place um, that really does feel like home to them. But really importantly, what we do is we take the financial burden off them. So not only are they dealing with the stress um, around the decision-making that's needed to to take care of their child, but last year alone, we saved families $443 million um, in lodging costs and food and lodging costs. So we definitely want to provide a place of respite, a place of care, a place of support, uh, we also want to make sure that these families um, are supported economically as well. And the donations that are coming from from Team RMHC with this year's marathon and from all of the donations we receive throughout the year um, help support us in that mission. Kelly Dolan, President and CEO of Ronald McDonald House Charities, Inc. I want to double-check uh, the numbers uh, with you. So you're saying over 500 runners on Team RMHC raising. Mm-hmm. They've raised over three-quarters of a million already and maybe more. Is, it, is this right? And if someone wants to help out, what, what's the outlet? That's exactly right. That's uh, You've got it exactly right, and the outlet is rmhc.org. Great stuff, Kelly. Appreciate your time with us here on the preview special. Enjoy race day, and uh, good luck moving forward. All right. Thanks so the much. Bank of America Chicago Marathon preview special, along with Kerry Pinkowski and Jenny Spangler. Back after this on Sports Radio 670, The Score. Living in Chicago teaches you how to keep going, to take life's headwinds head on. And while our grit and determination don't come easy, we simply don't know any other way. On October 10th, we'll share that resilient spirit with the world as we proudly welcome the Bank of America Chicago Marathon back to our city. Together, let's celebrate the power 
to keep moving forward. What would you like the power to do? Learn more at bankofamerica.com slash Chicago Marathon. Copyright 2021 Bank of America Corporation. Take part in the Bank of America Chicago Marathon Weekend by running the Abbott Chicago 5K on Saturday, October 9th. This scenic five-kilometer run through downtown Chicago is the perfect way for marathoners, fans of the sport, and friends and family to celebrate all that can be achieved with good health. Runners will receive a unique bib number and finisher medal. Sign up today at Chicago5K.com. That's Chicago5K.com. For runners at the Bank of America Chicago Marathon, the real race begins when everything tells you to stop. That's why Gatorade Endurance Formula will be waiting for you along the course on race day. Scientifically formulated for the hydration and energy needs of endurance athletes, Gatorade Endurance Formula packs nearly two times the sodium and three times the potassium of traditional Gatorade with no artificial flavors and a light taste to help you go farther. Available at Dick's Sporting Goods or go to GatoradeEndurance.com for more locations. Marathons come with aches and pains, and that's where BioFreeze can help. Whether it's sore muscles and joints, sprains or strains, BioFreeze applies easily and cools the pain to get back to your best. BioFreeze is fast-acting and provides powerful pain relief. Pick up BioFreeze at a store near you today so that you can train with what's on course. BioFreeze. Cool the pain. Use as directed. Now, back to the Bank of America Chicago Marathon Preview Special, presented by Bank of America and brought to you in part by Nike, Abbott, Tata Consultancy Services, Advocate Healthcare, Gatorade Endurance, BioFreeze, American Airlines, Wanda Sports, Chicago Tribune, and the Chicago Park District. Here's Josh Liss, Kerry Pankowski, and Jenny Spangler on Sports Radio 670 The Score. It's been nearly 50 years since the first major wheelchair marathon, 1974 in Boston. The sport's grown to be part of the major prize money structure of the Abbott World Marathon Major Series of Races. Two competitors in Chicago tomorrow will be turning around quickly to compete in Boston the following morning. Jenna Fessmeyer and Aaron Pike join the show. They both also just did the London Marathon. Great to have a couple of U.S. Olympians from the renowned University of Illinois racing program on the show. Jenna, starting with you and then Aaron are you out to win this thing or what? <laughs> Hi, thank you for having us. We're excited to be in in Chicago tomorrow and, um, and turn around for Boston. It seems like a once in a lifetime experience, and, and we're excited to take care of uh, take advantage of the opportunity. How about you, Aaron? Yeah, it's great great to be on. Um, yeah, I can't believe that one was just uh, this past weekend. Now tomorrow's already Chicago, but um, looking forward to it. Well, Jenna, Aaron, you guys, not only have you, you, London last week, you've got Chicago tomorrow, and then you're going to get through the race. We're going to, you know, hurry, scurry you through the finish line, get you through all the process, get you loaded up to a plane, to Boston 24 hours later, and let's throw the Tokyo Olympics in front of this also. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you guys crazy, or is this, uh, is, this, is this something that you're enjoying, or is it, is it an adventure? Because it is pretty impressive that you're, you're going to go back-to-back a week you got to, you got seven to six days to recover, but to go back to back, Chicago and Boston. How, how have you? How does emotionally and physically? How, how are you guys going to handle that? You know, to to start, um, I you know when you said the word adventure, that's really how I'm I'm starting to frame it in my mind. You know, starting with uh, Tokyo in August and, and doing the marathon there, and 
And then you have such a such a gift of competing in London last weekend, Chicago tomorrow, then Boston. Um, it just seems like such a gift to, uh, and it seems like the you know a marathon a marathoner's dream, I would call it, to be able to uh, be healthy enough to to compete at all these races in such a short period of time. And and I'm excited to to see how it goes. Well, with so much racing in such a short period of time, have you had to shift your training to accommodate this tight schedule or um, how has that been going for both of you guys? Yeah, I mean, it's it's honestly kind of nice in a way because then I feel like we've I've been able to carry carry through a lot of fitness. I mean, like you're you're always peaking for the Paralympic Games and um, the marathon was one of my main events going there. So I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm peaking for the marathon at the Paralympic games. And then, um, just like within less than a month, almost like we're, we're already jumping right back into the world majors. So, um, the timing, as far as that went for me, like I'm able, like my fitness is just kind of rolling through from the Tokyo games and then on in through these world majors. Um, and it kind of showed, showed in London. Like I felt, I felt pretty, pretty good in London and uh, I expect to feel good in Chicago and Boston. We'll see. <laughs> Boston will be a tough one. I think being the very next day. Well, two completely different uh, courses and strategy that goes into that, but I'm going to speak specifically to Chicago. Uh, we've been afforded the relationship with the university of Illinois team. I mean, it goes back uh, 25, 30 years. Um, your team, your Paralympic push run team from Champaign has been on the front edge of competition. And it's it, for me, it's just great to see Tatiana or Amanda or you guys going to other events globally and, and, and racing. Do you feel a little extra pressure? I mean, there's a lot of uh, Illinois grads here. There's a lot of fighting Illini uh, out. Is this like your hometown event? Do you feel like you have to defend a little bit here with the tradition of so many great champions from your program? <laughs> You know, I, I think, uh, you know, Chicago just reminds me of home. You know, I don't feel that much pressure racing Chicago. I just feel a lot of peace. It was my first ever marathon in 2016, and so I kind of feel like I'm returning home in a sense. And uh, after missing Chicago last year, I just have um, an immense amount of joy and excitement to be at that starting line tomorrow. And how did you guys stay motivated last year during the pandemic? Did you Were you able to have time trials at the University of Illinois, or how did that all, you know, happen for you? Yeah, I mean, so we had, everybody had, like, a little different experience. Um, I know for one of the biggest things, I mean, it was really nice for us because we're out training on the roads all the time anyway, and most of us live um, not too far from all these country roads that we're typically training on. Um, every day before COVID happened. So it's not like we need um, a facility like a swimming pool or like an ice rink for hockey or something like that. So the roads are there. So we're able to go out and we weren't be able to, we, I did miss going out. You take for granted how awesome it is to go out with a big group or a team of like 15 people every morning, like we're normally doing. Um, and then you're just back to like, like I was going out with just like one of the teammates or like two teammates at most. And we're just kind of meeting up and going out on the roads. So we definitely, it definitely changed things up. Um, and then as far as like gym access, we had no gym. So the strength conditioning was a little different. Everybody was Adam, our coach at the university of Illinois was making up a lot of lifts um, that just had to do with like using chairs and tables and different random objects we had at the house to, to make do. So what would a workout like that be with random objects around the house? <laughs> 
so yeah, like we'd be using chairs to set up for dips. We had the table, we get up underneath the tables and, um, you could do kind of, kind of like a variation of like pull-ups and things. And then anything <laughs> you'd find around the house, like we were using it, like anything we had. And then for, like I live with another Paralympic athlete, my girlfriend, Oksana, and we, we ended up within like two months of the pandemic happening. You kind of saw how long-term it was going to be. And we, like my basement is a gym. Now we turned that into like a gym within like weeks. So I didn't have to deal with the <laughs> tables and chairs for too long. <laughs> Did you make a home gym, Jenna, during the pandemic? <laughs> I remember I was using soup cans and laundry detergent and my stairs and anything that you had around that had a little bit of weight to it. We were uh, using it for all kinds of preventative exercises for um, our shoulders. And so, um, yeah, that's, that's something I'll, I'll never forget. Well, I'm going to put you guys on the spot because uh, uh, Jenna and Aaron that we're going to see tomorrow in, in our uh, push rim division, you guys have competed in all of the, uh, both of you competed in, in uh, all of the majors, Boston, New York, especially in the U.S. Maybe we'll just limit it to the Boston, uh, New York, Chicago. What's your favorite event in North America, Abbott World Marathon Major? <laughs> Ask the uh, oh race director God. of the Chicago Marathon. <laughs> <laughs> Not to put any pressure on or let, let me let me take the edge off of that a little bit. Why don't how do you compare the three events competing in Chicago? That, let's, let's that's a little self-serving, I would think, but, and put you on the spot. But comparing the the Abbott World Marathon majors in North America, Chicago, Boston, and, and New York, how do you compare the the three? Oh, I might pass this one to Aaron first. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I I look at them as like each one has they all have like their very challenging aspects. And I think, like, for me, Chicago, usually usually you're going to have, like, you're going to be dealing with wind, like, lots of wind for the, for the most part. And you have, like, long stretches where, um, yeah, wind, wind is, like, becomes a major factor when you're in the race. And then New York is, is the, the hilliest course that, that we have to deal with and with tons of climbing. And then Boston just gets this knack for being, like, the fastest marathon for the wheelchair division. But it's, it's up there, like, with one of the hardest ones. So, um I think every time somebody goes to Boston, they're expecting a really fast, easier race, and they get there and are kind of shocked. <laughs> Sounds like you got a roundabout uh, answer you were hoping to get there. Uh, <laughs> yeah. They love yeah, Chicago. Uh, it's long and flat and fast. I think, I think Aaron's got a, a future in politics. He did a very good job of you know not Chicago, answering the question. Yeah, there. exactly. That's good. I, you did a very good balancing job there, Aaron. That's good. Chicago's the exciting one for the finish, though, because I think we have – usually have the biggest group in Chicago for a sprint finish out of all the races, like every year, like you don't get as big of a group finish um, at either one of those other races. It just doesn't happen in Boston or New York, but in Chicago, you do have an awesome sprint finish typically with a big group of racers. So that, that part's pretty awesome. Cool. Well, Jenna and Aaron, I just want to know real quick, what's your turnaround time? Like when you cross that finish line tomorrow, do you have to immediately get on the tr uh, bus to, or, bus train automobiles <laughs> to get out to boston or how is that working for you guys yeah you know it's going to be a, a pretty quick turnaround i think early afternoon we'll we'll be heading over to the uh, airport to catch our flight and so i know for me i'm just really going to be focusing on hydrating and, and getting the right nutrition that i need to start that recovery process so once i hop on the on the plane i can start kind of thinking about about Boston and get into Boston mode. And, and then once I get there, we can rest up and, and start again on Monday. Oh, it's amazing. Amazing. 
Well, I know for you guys, it's a lot easier to get to Chicago than it is to get to Boston or London from Champagne. So we'll take, I'll take, I'll take, we'll take that. But uh, your program, you guys have been great. Uh, we're looking forward to seeing you. I know a lot of people are excited to have everything backed. Our, you know, the wheelchair racers, um, you guys out there, you put on a great show. Uh, just get faster and stronger. The competition is is amazing, and uh, you've really elevated the division and uh, and brought us uh, brought us a great deal of notoriety. And, and we just want to welcome you back to Chicago and and look forward to seeing you tomorrow in full flight. Awesome! Thanks Thank a you. lot. Great stuff. Great stuff. Jenna Fessmeyer and Aaron Pike among the elite wheelchair athletes with us on the Bank of America Chicago Marathon preview special. We're a day ahead of race day. Be with us for our live broadcast 7 to 11 a.m. Sunday morning. It's Sports Radio 670. The score. Living in Chicago teaches you how to keep going, to take life's headwinds head on. And while our grit and determination don't come easy, we simply don't know any other way. On October 10th, we'll share that resilient spirit with the world as we proudly welcome the Bank of America Chicago Marathon back to our city. Together, let's celebrate the power to keep moving forward. What would you like the power to do? Learn more at bankofamerica.com slash Chicago Marathon. Copyright 2021 Bank of America Corporation. Take part in the Bank of America Chicago Marathon Weekend by running the Abbott Chicago 5K on Saturday, October 9th. This scenic five-kilometer run through downtown Chicago is the perfect way for marathoners, fans of the sport, and friends and family to celebrate all that can be achieved with good health. Runners will receive a unique bib number and finisher medal. Sign up today at Chicago5K.com. That's Chicago5K.com. For runners at the Bank of America Chicago Marathon, the real race begins when everything tells you to stop. That's why Gatorade Endurance Formula will be waiting for you along the course on race day. Scientifically formulated for the hydration and energy needs of endurance athletes, Gatorade Endurance Formula packs nearly two times the sodium and three times the potassium of traditional Gatorade with no artificial flavors and a light taste to help you go farther. Available at Dick's Sporting Goods or go to GatoradeEndurance.com for more locations. Runners, keep an eye out for the BioFreeze Pain Relief Zone around mile 21, where the cooling crew will be armed with BioFreeze spray to help cool the pain to get you across the finish line. BioFreeze applies easily and cools the pain to get you back to your best. Pick up BioFreeze at a store near you today so you can experience powerful pain relief for yourself and train with what's on course. BioFreeze, cool the pain. Use is directed. Stay informed about the 2021 Bank of America Chicago Marathon with the Chicago Tribune's in-depth coverage. Find out where to eat, drink, and watch these inspiring athletes accomplish the feat of a lifetime. Worried about making your way to and from the race? The Chicago Tribune has your road closures, alternative routes, and public transportation options covered. Visit chicagotribune.com marathon or subscribe today. Now, back to the Bank of America Chicago Marathon Preview Special, presented by Bank of America and brought to you in part by Nike, Abbott, Tata Consultancy Services, Advocate Healthcare, Gatorade Endurance, BioFreeze, American Airlines, Wanda Sports, Chicago Tribune, and the Chicago Park District. Here's Josh Liss, Kerry Pankowski, and Jenny Spangler on Sports Radio 670 The Score. 
Well, look who's finally here in Chicago, Shalane Flanagan, the U.S. running great two years into quote-unquote retirement. A New York City Marathon winner, 2008 Olympic silver medalist in the 10,000 meters. She's approaching the midway point of an amazing tour of all six Abbott World Marathon majors in the span of just a few weeks. Berlin and London already. Chicago, Boston, and back-to-back days here. A virtual run in Tokyo on the 17th, ending with New York November 7th. That's really happening. Uh, she's been eating well, we reckon, to stay in shape for this feat at age 40. And she's brought along her nutritionist and co-author Elise Kopecki, who will chat with as well. Their new cookbook, Rise and Run, is coming out October 26th with more than 100 recipes for nutrient-dense breakfasts, recovery drinks, snacks, infamous superhero muffins. We'll have to hear about those. Shalane, greetings. It's uh, two down, four to go. How are you feeling? What's your motivation here to spin through all six world marathon majors? (laughs) <laughs> well, thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be in Chicago. Um, I've never run the Chicago Marathon, so checking that off my bucket list. Um, I saw this as a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity and coined it Project Eclipse. It's like a lunar eclipse, uh, very rare. So I'm super excited to tackle six marathons in 42 days. So, Shalane, your goal is all six in sub-three. So Berlin, we went 238. London, 235. Were you planning on going that fast? Did it just seem easy? And what are your plans for the big Chicago, Boston, (laughs) back-to-back? I wasn't planning on running as fast as I did in both Berlin and London. But as many people know who run it, they're notoriously fast courses like Chicago. I was given um, by the weather gods good weather. Um, I felt good. Um, I ran a little too fast, I'd say, in London and suffered the last 10K actually ended up having to walk a little bit. So um, <laughs> it's it's made me realize, like, I am human. Um, this is difficult and challenging. Um, the three hours, uh, you know, some days it's going to be easy to get under three, and some days I think it's going to be a challenge. So I think the biggest obstacle to overcome is coming this weekend, the back-to-back, within hours running marathons um, so close. And, you know, the travel, that also is a big factor of trying to get from place to place. So I'm um, back in Oregon from Europe, and then I'll be leaving – you know, pretty soon here for Chicago. Well, it's been amazing. And I do a lot of coaching of running groups in the Chicagoland area. And the last three weeks, everybody that's been the talk is what time did Shalane run? And, you know, we're just all excited for you to be in Chicago and just following along on this great adventure that you have going for you. And and Shalane, what, what I'd like to do is, is, uh, is just talk about, I I was very fortunate. I received uh, a copy of uh, your new book with, uh, with Elise Kopecki is the, is uh, rise and run. And, um, you guys work together, you collaborate. How did, how did that come about? This is your third, your third work, which is, which is amazing. I, I, I've enjoyed the, the brief, uh, dive into that, that I've had, but how did you guys get together originally? And, and, and what, what, how, out of that relationship, uh, the result is, is three books. How did that start? (laughs) Yeah, well, Elise and I um, met at UNC Chapel Hill um, on the cross-country team. So we've been friends for over 20 years now. And, um, you know, Elise and I have interwoven our careers through Nike. And um, basically, it it started over a home-cooked meal. And Elise was talking about everything she learned from culinary school. And I was expressing the fact that I felt like I was feeling depleted and nutritionally just not fulfilled and so we came together, put our heads together, and um, with her really, you know, wealth of knowledge and my knowledge of endurance athletes, we collaborated to make our first cookbook, um, Run Fast, Eat Slow, and then 
it just spiraled from there um, with just a lot of amazing recipes. This recent one, Rise and Run, um, is for sure inspired by morning routines. Um, it's, you know, just not just like it's a lifestyle um, sure. that we're trying to promote and a lot of information in terms of training and just about our lives. Well, and, and, How about and you, Elise, what's yeah. it been like with you working with Shalane uh, all these years? Well, we've been, we both turned, Shalane just turned 40 and I turned 40 um, just before, just right around the New York City Marathon. Um, and so it's, we've been friends for 20 years, 20, 20 plus years. And it's just been amazing to write these books together and see how it's taken the running community by storm and the endless emails that we get from people saying how much changing the way they eat has made them stronger runners and just happier overall. Um, and we believe that learning to cook is the greatest tool you can do as a runner to stay in the sport for, for long term. And definitely I'm planning on continuing to run hopefully into my 60s and 70s. And Shalane has inspired me to run my first marathon. Um, so my training has really kicked it up. And as I've kicked it up, I've really had to rely on all the superhero muffin recipes in our new mm-hmm. cookbook. Well, yeah, what goes into those superhero muffins? I know we've all got questions about the, the cookbooks and stuff. I mean, what Shalane's doing is cool, but the, the food is what really gets us excited. <laughs> and so as far as those superhero muffins, what goes into those and what sort of other uh, uh, recipes might stand out or be worth bragging about? So the, the entire cookbook, Rise and Run, was inspired by our fans who just go nuts over superhero muffins. And at first we wanted to write an entire book that was just muffins. And our agent said, well, I think it should be more than that. So the book just kept growing and growing. And now it's our most content-rich book and thickest book and most beautiful book because it has so much more content around, like, mental health and starting your day right. But it all was inspired by superhero muffins, which help you revamp revamp your morning routine because you can make them in advance and have them ready to go. So for busy athletes and um, people who are training for a marathon, it's something that's easy to digest and really – balanced fuel for grabbing before a morning run or um, really great for recovery. We have high protein, savory superhero muffins, which are completely new, um, which are amazing for recovery after a long run. And I am actually trying to figure out how to fit two dozen superhero muffins in my carry-on bag (laughs) since I'm flying to Chicago tomorrow and I'm delivering them to Shalane's hotel um, tomorrow. So I just was Googling, uh, is there any limit to how much food you can bring on a plane? Because I'm bringing a lot of recipes from the cookbook. Um, since Shalane won't be able to go back home in between uh, Chicago and Boston, she's got to be well-fueled with lots of breakfast and snacks. Well, you got to have room for the superhero muffins Berlin. on the flight from Chicago to Boston. <laughs> Yeah, and and Elise fueled me well um, on the other two marathons. I brought a bunch of superhero muffins and snacks from our cookbook. um, So they already got me through two marathons. So I'm not deviating from the plan here. Well, Elise, the the one thing that struck me about the book and and reading the book, um, Rise and Run, is it it really is about routine. And, I mean, the content here is, is amazing. You talk about sleep, recovery, diet, but also... How, how to how to kind of unwind for sleep how to start your day I mean it, it what it, what I realized is this 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 has a, a, a running baseline to it but it also is very applicable to uh, uh, any profession whether you're a doctor or a teacher lawyer you know uh, uh, whether you're preparing for a job interview but it, it really uh, sets the tone for for your how to, how to uh, you know and especially in this stressful time stressful times how, how to uh, 
get, get into a very healthy and active routine, which um, I think the content's amazing and how to shop and how the tools that you need to, um, was that, did that come after the second book or was that always there and it manifested in, in, in Rise and Run? Yeah, we, we wrote Rise and, Rise and Run was a book that we worked on entirely during the pandemic. So it um, helped us, you know, stay inspired and get outside and, you know, getting outside in the morning first thing can really balance your mood for the whole day and what you eat first thing in the morning can, can impact your energy levels the entire day. And we found that as we were writing it during the craziness of, for me, two kids at home, um, I had to really, you know, get up early to work um, early hours before my kids woke up. And so all the content within the book helped me while writing it. It's definitely the book that's left the biggest impact on my life. Um, and I think one biggest takeaway for me is um, mornings are hectic, especially if you're a parent. And the best thing you can do to make mornings less hectic is to prep your breakfast the night before. So we give every recipe has make ahead tips um, so that you're not scrambling in the morning if you have something nourishing in front of you to grab. Um, so you're not tempted to just, you know, buy a bagel or a muffin on the way to work. It's all like really easy to prep the night before. Sounds like a big help for runners and other uh, active people. Elise Kopecki, Kopecki uh, two times New York Times bestselling author, along with Shalane Flanagan, elite athlete, supposedly into retirement for a couple of years. She's uh, trying to run all six world marathon majors, and she's coming to Chicago. We look forward to seeing her tomorrow. Of course, uh, questions from social media. Jenny Spangler, my co-host on Race Day and our live broadcast tomorrow morning, 7 to 11. I want to hand it over to you because on social media, through the Bank of America Marathon, Chicago Bank of America, Chicago Marathon accounts, some of our fans, some of Shalane's fans, uh, have posted questions for her. So what do we have, Jen? Okay, so Shalane and Elise, these are questions um, that are posed from people maybe running the Chicago Marathon tomorrow or they've got other races coming up, but uh, definitely fans of both of you. And so one which I think is uh, particularly applicable for tomorrow is um, how do you prevent bathroom breaks on a run with nutrition leading up to the race? Um, you know, Elise and I aren't experts at this, um, but it's all about trying to practice, I believe, in training what's going to work well with your digestion. So race day, there shouldn't be really any experimenting of anything new. It should be something kind of tried and true. Um, so you can kind of, you know, the 24, 48 hours leading up kind of have a routine of what you're eating and it's similar and you know it's going to be well on your stomach. But there's always those, you know, fluke days where things aren't settling well and you just kind of have to pivot. You know, it looks like maybe the weather on Sunday may be a little bit warmer. So, you know, I personally plan on consuming um, a lot more fluid than if it were a cooler um, day. So, you know, it's it's nothing that you, you can't control that exactly, but you can do everything leading up as best you can and then just cross the fingers and hope for a good day and not have any um, stomach problems. Yeah, no, good tips with the hydration before. Um Let's see. Number two for Shalane, what changes or challenges have you seen in your running since becoming a mother? Um, yeah, that's a great question. Um, the dynamic in the relationship with my running has drastically changed from being an elite athlete. It was just, you know, run, eat, sleep, repeat for years and years. And it was a, a great grind to what I was doing. I loved every second of it. Um, but my relationship now is, is very different. Um, I, I think I actually love running even more now because Jack is a part of my life. He gives me so much joy. I just got back from 
you know, spending two weeks in Europe with him. And while, uh, you know, traveling with children isn't easy, um, it certainly made everything a lot more memorable to me. And, you know, when I was definitely hurting in London, the last 10K, I kept thinking about just get to Jack at the finish line. That was a huge motivator for me to just be like, oh, like to see him would make me so happy. Um, so, yeah, he's what I call my life enhancer. Um, so I feel like every everything, the, you know, the, the sky is bluer, the pastries stay sweeter, and running is a lot more joyful because of him. <laughs> nice. Well, that's very sweet. What's up next? Uh, maybe one more from the uh, social media ranks okay. for Shalane, Jim. All right. I kind of like that last one. That, yeah, you know, I was thinking the that land too. Of hot, you know, Chicago-style dogs and deep dish, you know, a lot of that. <laughs> but it might yes. be different for her. Our listeners want to know your favorite post-race food, and will you be enjoying Chicago food like hot dog or pizza before heading to Boston? Um, I try to go with local fare. Um, so generally, though, after major marathons, I'm craving definitely a lot of salt. I think Elise is the same um, we both crave salt after long runs, um, but usually I go with like what's local. So, um, you know, it'll probably hopefully be like a burger on the way to the airport. I'm not sure I'm going to go with a hot dog. I know that's like the classic, but maybe some deep dish pizza. Um, again, I'm going to have to be very calculated. Just make sure I'm not going to have any stomach problems the next morning in Boston. Um, that would be a big bummer. But usually I go with like what's local fare. So like after the New York City Marathon, it's, it's definitely also some some pizza. So. There you go. That's good stuff. Appreciate your time. Shalane Flanagan, lead athlete, and Elise Kopecki, her co-author. It's an, You're an Olympian, a New York City marathon champ, Shalane, and you're on a tour of all six world marathon majors in just a few weeks. And, uh, and I mentioned, again, your co-author, Elise Kopecki, on the new book, Rise and Run, packed with healthy recipes and a lot more we've learned. It's coming out October 26th, and we're looking forward to that. So good luck running here in Chicago, Shalane. We'll talk to you down the road. Thank you so much. It's the Bank of America Chicago Marathon Preview Special. Back after this on Sports Radio 670, The Score. Stay informed about the 2021 Bank of America Chicago Marathon with the Chicago Tribune's in-depth coverage. Find out where to eat, drink, and watch these inspiring athletes accomplish the feat of a lifetime. Worried about making your way to and from the race? The Chicago Tribune has your road closures, alternative routes, and public transportation options covered. Visit chicagotribune.com marathon or subscribe today. Get fit this fall with the Chicago Park District, offering low-cost in-person and virtual programs in fitness, nutrition, and sports for all age groups, ability levels, and for families, as well as state-of-the-art fitness centers, pools, and athletic facilities at parks around the city. Take a class or join a team. In-person and online registration for the upcoming winter session is right around the corner. Visit ChicagoParkDistrict.com for class schedules at your local park, as well as other park locations, and for more information. When you work with pods, you set the pace. We deliver your container. You load it in your driveway, and you keep it for as long as you need. Then we pick up your container and deliver it to your new home, all according to your schedule. Whether it's a short sprint across town or a long-distance move, Pods is here to help you every step of the way. Call Pods, your personal moving and storage team, at 1-800-776-PODS or visit pods.com for a quote. 
Now, back to the Bank of America Chicago Marathon Preview Special, presented by Bank of America and brought to you in part by Nike, Abbott, Tata Consultancy Services, Advocate Healthcare, Gatorade Endurance, BioFreeze, American Airlines, Wanda Sports, Chicago Tribune, and the Chicago Park District. Here's Josh Liss, Kerry Pankowski, and Jenny Spangler on Sports Radio 670 The Score. You need to finish the Bank of America Chicago Marathon, earn some of this golden goodness from Goose Island. Wish I had a bottle opener get this thing started right here. It's time to cap off the show uh, with a chat about the official post-race beer. We love beer. You love beer. If you don't love beer, you'll still love the party. The one and only Goose Island is providing the suds at the celebration downtown. And Goose Island Beer Company President Todd Osmond's jumping on the show with us now. What's up, Todd? What are you, what are you serving at the post-race party this year? Well, first, thanks for having me. Good, uh, good morning, and tomorrow morning we will be serving three one two urban wheat ale from Goose Island for the uh, finishers. Mm, sounds <laughs> delicious, Carrie. Uh, we're, we're in a great position to to know all about urban wheat ale. But what what uh, sort of taste and profiles can these finishers expect when they put some urban wheat ale to their to their lips? Well, it's it's a beer that's been around for a while. It's our tribute to Chicago. I, I feel like I have to say this because some people still call it 312, but 312 is the area code of Chicago. It is our urban wheat ale, like you said, one of our most awarded beers, but we wanted to make sure that we were bringing a beer that was really refreshing, uh, but also still had a lot of flavor to it and a lot of uh, nuances that you could enjoy. So I think it's the perfect post-race beer. So, Todd, um, one of the things that, you're, that you've done the last few years with uh, with the packaging is, is, is as the, our participants cross the finish line, they get a uh, can of uh, of three one two. But the uh, the packaging is amazing and the design is amazing. Um, how did that come about? How did the 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 look and the of the of the can? Well, obviously, we have the marathon logo on here. What was the creative process? Because it's it's a striking it's got a striking profile. Sure. Well. First off, I think it took you about a half a second to say yes to making a uh, unique <laughs> can just for this race, right? So Exactly. Uh, it's one of the sponsorships and, and, I love to really immerse myself in. So. <laughs> but I got to say, the only, the only way you can get this packaged can, right, very, very um, select is by finishing the race and running the race uh, or being president of Goose Island. And I tell you that because I brought it to a – party once where one of my friends had run the marathon and was very, very upset that I had a can. Uh, and he ran the race and got it, and I did not run the race and had a can. So the only way you get it is by finishing the race. But we uh, we use the architecture of Chicago as inspiration for this packaging. It's great. And, and and so iconic brand, Goose Island 312, iconic event. What is what is obviously the, the, the finish line celebration, but what does Goose Goose Island take from this, this relationship, this partnership and the support of the Bank of America Chicago Marathon? Well, we are very proud of the city of Chicago and the people of Chicago, and we say it all the time, but our beers are inspired by both. And I think the Bank of America Chicago Marathon has done a wonderful job over the years of showcasing our city that we're so proud of. So for us, anyone that's bragging about Chicago and showing off the best that Chicago has to offer to the to the world, really, is um, is someone that we're going to partner with. So, Josh, um, 
you and I, we're not going to be running the marathon this year. We're going to be in the booth. So my question for Todd is, where can Josh and I go and get this beer or Goose Island beer after the marathon is over? Well, I'm going to give you more than one option. You can go try it before the marathon. And for the runners, if they have their bibs at this point, they could head to either our pub or our tap room to get 20, 20% off. Uh, but post-race, uh, there's quite a few options. Again, you can head to our, our brew pub on Clybourne, our tap room at the brewery on Fulton Street to get a, a mug, a marathon mug, that you could only get uh, for the first 312 people that show up that have run the race. Or you could show up at a Hubbard Inn, Lizzie McNeil's, HVAC Pub, Hard Rock Cafe uh, for some post-race celebrations. Uh, the celebrations yes. are great. Awesome. Hopefully people finish uh, safe and healthy. Uh, uh, Jenny, I like how you wrapped me into just the, the question about where's the party, Todd? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We want to know yeah. where the party's yeah. at. <laughs> there, there's Marathon like... Sunday, always worth celebrating, right, Carrie? Four out, yeah, three and a half hours of, uh, of uh, covering the race. Well, uh, Jenny, as you can see, I, I have revealed something. I actually have some sample here. Um, unfortunately, I only have two so yeah. I've offered Jenny one, and I'm, I'm, I think this is a, this is kind of a reveal for us. So I know we're 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 in the studio here, and it's Saturday morning. But what what the heck? Let's let's, let's give it a it. shot. This is kind of a preview here. Oh goodness gracious! Ah. Yeah, there we go. Jo- Josh, sorry, sorry. We, I we technically were... am nowhere near the three one two urban weed ale, the official finish line beer of the Bank of America Chicago Marathon this year. Uh, what a Todd? Is it a good, great, or delicious? So mm. what, what do you think the reviews are coming in from these folks? What do you think they think of the brew? I think you nailed it with all three there, and I'm cracking my own open to join you guys. <laughs> well, Josh, I'm going to ditch you in the broadcast booth, and Carrie, I want to sign up for the marathon so right, that I exactly. can uh, get one of these right. beers. <laughs> that almost, almost makes you want to enter the marathon, although yeah. it's, we only have a, a less than f- uh, 24 hours. But great. Uh, uh, Todd, thank you so much for your, your support. I mean, it's 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 just a great uh, a great association, and I know our participants ask about it and look forward to it. And uh you know, I've, I've said a lot of times when you get to the 22, 23-mile mark and it gets tough, just think about that uh, uh, Bank of America Chicago Marathon 312 Goose Island beer waiting for you. So we appreciate it. It's become synonymous with the event. Thank you, and uh, looking forward to tomorrow morning. It's going to be a great race. A toast to you, Todd Osmond, for your dedication to beer and Chicago and the Bank of America Chicago Marathon, president of Goose Island Beer Company, 312 Urban Weed Ale, official finish line brew. All right, we need to wrap up our third and final preview special. Jenny, uh, I've called over 20 Chicago marathons on the radio with a couple of different partners over the years, so it's going to be fun to team up with you for the first time, along with uh, Chicago Marathon winner Greg Meyer on our first ever Bliss Spangler Meyer Marathon broadcast. So, <laughs> Uh, what are, are you looking forward to? What should listeners expect from uh, your call of the race? Well, I'm looking forward to a competitive races on both the men and the women's side, uh, both uh, running the race and also the chair athletes. It's going to be an exciting morning, lots of competition. So, yeah, it's going to be, be great. And we're looking forward to your commentary tomorrow morning. Race director Kerry Pinkowski, congratulations on the return of the Chicago Marathon. Takes more than luck, you know, to as you know, to stage this massive race. So many coordinated moving parts. Uh, how ready are you? We're ready. It's it's been a long time coming. Uh, it's going to be an emotional day uh, to return to the streets, and and just looking forward to it with uh, with a live event. It's great to be back with you, Josh. Great to be back with uh, AM six seventy. The score. I want to thank Russ. 
Holly Petrovich, who put, who's produced the show and 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 booked the guests and and uh, has written the content. I think the show has improved uh, this year with uh, with these individuals uh, contributing, and and looking forward to a great day tomorrow. Absolutely, it's going to be a smash day. The 43rd running of the Bank of America Chicago Marathon live broadcast coverage, 7 to 11 a.m. Sunday morning. That's tomorrow morning here on the Score. Thank you for listening to the Bank of America Chicago Marathon Preview Special on Sports Radio 670, The Score. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.